0: and we join on the line now by market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela good morning
1: hello Not of good morning to the us to the listeners as well i just think that the referee thought, because it's liverpool playing you'll never be alone in front
0: <laughs> <laughs> well good for them i guess <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, there we go. but 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 what about the other currencies? Looking at what's happening with Chinese stocks, uh, Clive, they've dropped uh, from their highest level in three weeks on concerns of a rebound in equities, and uh, seemingly it's it's overshot prospects for earnings growth at this point.
1: It has, and just to 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 explain. Um, what that actually means is that the value of the companies that are listed at the Shanghai Composite now, obviously, if you look at the shares and what they've been trading, looks much more expensive. There's been more activity on the equity space. So it looks like they're more exciting. They look much stronger. They, they, they're performing. Um, uh, unfortunately, we're not going to include what happened when they suspended them, but they've come back. They've bounced back. However, the reason why we see a drop this particular week it's because of two reasons. The first one is, obviously, we know the uh, structure with the, uh, uh, the, the, the currency. That's still hitting them a little bit on the on, in, in the backhand. But here's a more significant one, Sakina. Results are soon to come out from the Chinese companies. They are thinking that these results will not reflect what's been taking place in the stock market, which might seem to be a positive uh, trajectory if you look at what's happening in the stocks themselves. However, the businesses have not been performing as great as they've been uh, uh, doing on the on the share market. So very interesting times for the Chinese market. I just think that it's just panic. People panic when they see things that they don't like. For example, if you've ever overvalued a particular stock and you know that that stock is not supposed to be sitting there, why buy it? But because we've got this aggressive Chinese young people that just want to play in the stock market, they buy at whatever price. And now they're coming to soon realize that in actual fact, that's not what you do. You do tend to follow the market and see if the value in that, the price to earnings, that's what it's called. You need to study those and look at the numbers if they compare. So the Shanghai Composite down uh, 1.5% to Kina. Um, if you look at, for example, the activities yesterday was, were very much uh, 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 stagnant, if you look at the- 4 trillion uh, US dollars that was Exchange yesterday. The industrial companies and commodity prices were also under a lot of pressure, unfortunately.
0: Mm -hmm. And uh, staying with stocks, I mean, uh, just looking at what's happening in the United States, um, Standard & Poor's 500 uh, 500 index, uh, you know, showing some gains there. Uh, Also, home builders pacing um, uh, in advance. And all of this, of course, we want to know um, the impact of all of this on the Federal Reserve's decision about interest rate hikes
1: it's 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 looking more and more positive and i'm going to admit for the very first time i actually believe now strongly that they will take uh the, um, the rates up, uh, and, and and the reason is is, is as simple as this: like, you know that these stocks are looking very very sharp. The new equity space in the Americas, since actually the end of the recession about five uh, five six years ago, what we're seeing now is is these performances in these companies are doing relatively well, and they match up with the actual stock market, uh, which is quite the opposite with the Chinese stock. So what you saw yesterday was the S and P 500, for example, gained 0.5%. If you look at it as well. Um, the, the Dow Jones, which climbed as well, 0.8%. Look at the Nasdaq Composite, also jumped 0.9%. What it means is that we, we are kind of uh, felt like the tide's turning last week on Wednesday, obviously with the reversal, with managers getting long uh, uh, and not short. It means that there's a new <laughs> spike of hope <laughs> in equity markets. So that's what's creating this new trend. And I think it's exciting for the United States. It shows that they are taking over. They're claiming what's, their, what, what, what's theirs which is the, uh, to show that they're the strongest economy in the world. The problem I have is that that means that we're going to start seeing these emerging markets suffer because when the Americas come back and they come back strong, it means that somewhere there's going to be a decline in growth. And that decline will come from the emerging markets, which have been the sweet spot for the last five and a half years. So if that goes away, keynote and that's why you're seeing even on local bows, if you look at the JSE stock exchange, for example, we're starting to see that trend already uh, with the depreciating currency. Also, the market's not responding positively to the result or the macroeconomic situation in South Africa
0: mmm and uh, just taking a look at uh, the the good news story at least one of them on the horizon um the trend behind the falling oil prices and mm. uh, do you think it's sustainable
1: you know what my problem is with the oil price is that um for the first time you remember the story of the oil price growing if you look at from 2008 to 2008 to 2000 to 2008 the price all saw unprecedented spike going uh, from under just 25 uh, dollars a barrel to almost 150 and then replica increase that again just for shortly after the, the recession uh, when China started to show its muscle because we're talking about 1.4 billion people if the demand comes from there OPEC gets excited and they just pump the stuff from the ground and it starts getting filtered through into the market now what's happening now Sikine, is that these 1.4 billion people are not demanding as much as they used to and that is why you start seeing a sharp price of oil. And it's not just them. It's even the guys who are doing the fracking, um, who are creating a very 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 difficult market for the own market. So what's happening is that the, the decline from the from from demand is coming from all aspects in the developed markets and in the developing markets. So what it's doing now is that it's putting OPEC under a lot of pressure. It's putting all these countries that were reliant on the growth of China under pressure and what's happening now is the prices are forced to go down because there is not as much demand in the market anymore. We will see further decline, I reckon Sakina, that we might just see oil break before the end of the year, at uh, $40, $40 a barrel. Uh, and I'm not making uh, predictions. I'm just saying that the trend is that if you look at from 2000 up until today, if you look at the trend when the oil prices went down, it was when the opportunities like these started, when the demand started declining as sharply as it has. And I'm worried that we might see further price cuts in the oil.